comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. I'm bored by famine. I cannot wait for a medieval cookie, a Cinnabon, hot yellow Kool-Aid, and save a pretzel for the gas jets. Episode 240. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode: delicious dinosaur delicacies. So guys, so guys, have we, we need to save the pretzels for the gas power. Save jets. a pretzel for the gas jets. For the gas jets. I'd, I'd be glad to harmonize if you want to try that again. Before we play, do this, Brad. <laughs> maybe you should just play that whole thing because that's pretty funny. This is a little video that's out on mm-hmm. YouTube right now that like we made. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, who's the company okay. that puts it together? All right, uh, actually, we bad didn't lip make sync, it. bad lip reading, flat lip. The the, uh, the YouTube account is credited to bad lip reading and what they usually do are take songs and strip the music and words and replace them with new music and new words okay. and it the words are so precise that it actually looks like the people are actually saying these things that's right. awesome so they somebody these guys took a, a bunch of clips of rick perry mm-hmm. who's the governor of texas and running for rebu- uh, for well, president we're, we're also thrilled Party. about that presidente um Let's try to leave your politics out of this, okay? <laughs> my politics are just not to elect empty shirts to office. That's my politics. <laughs> All right. Let's leave the politics I don't care what side of the fence they're on. Uh, but anyways. I grew up in Monty Python. I mean, I'm an equal opportunity offender. Uh, they did this with Rick Perry, and when I saw it, I was floored because I thought it was really him talking. His voice sounded a little different. But right, you know, right. Things hmm. on, <clears throat> things on uh, YouTube, sometimes they sound a little off. So I thought, well, okay, but yep. then I didn't know I didn't know about this group that did this. Now, Brad, when did you find out about this? Because when I walked into work this morning, one of my coworkers said, "You've got to see this." So that was like the first thing she showed me. My brother called me last night, really, and said, "Have you seen the Rick Perry video?" I said, "No." He goes, "Go to YouTube and look up Rick Perry bad lip reading." So I did. Man, he goes, "Please enjoy." <laughs> I wish I wish I had a brother that would hook me up like that. Rick Perry. Ice cream. That is cheap. Fact. And then I suspended Marsha off this bridge and took a virgin heifer night riding for a while. We never got a dead spirit. We hated it, though. It's disgusting. Someone had a grade-A lungfish decorate their home <laughs> for a Mary Fool's function. Tuna, eggs, and shaking hands. Doritos. Cheesecake, tamale. See ya. <laughs> Wash that smile off. Now I'm gonna tell you something. Now sit down.
I like how they, they cut in a, a shot of a jury from like Walker, Texas Ranger yeah, yeah, actually yeah. sitting down. Yeah. Now sit down. They all just boom. Yeah. Sit. And the, the great part about this is not only does it actually look like those are the words he's saying, but they all make sense in context with each other. Right. Like <clears throat> coming up here, he's maybe not next, but he's going to start talking about food. And then all the words have to do with food, and it's like a complete thought, but it's cool. What's good is to get these goats for our computer industry. I just always hated the Ewoks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what I want you to do is build me a small doghouse. Right there, he's walking in a construction yard with yeah. a bunch of guys in hard hats. Yeah, and there's like four or five of them, and he uses his hands apart about the size of a loaf of bread. Yeah. I'm bored by famine. I cannot wait for a medieval cookie, a Cinnabon, hot yellow Kool-Aid, and save a pretzel for the gas jets. <laughs> I'll save the rest for somebody who actually bothers to look it up. Yeah. It's, it's really well done. It's very clever. It's and funny. Okay, <clears throat> Regardless of your political leanings, it's, it's funny. Yes. So, uh... So who's our sponsor, Brad, on this wonderful yeah, I episode? I think it's Rick Perry. <laughs> he, he's getting the word out. He's going for it this year. And we're all so much better it for it. Are yeah, we? I'm bringing it Bring up. Bring it up. <laughs> By the way, this week we're probably right. going to – I think we're going to talk a mm-hmm. little bit about Terra Nova okay. and some other fall shows we like. Mm-hmm. And uh, we maybe have, even uh, talk about the uh, Amazon mm-hmm. Kindle Fire that was okay. announced. We also have some entertainment news. Uh DJ Qualls is beaten by Vancouver police for no reason. Uh, yeah, uh, that was sad. They pick on the little guys, don't they? They do. Moe's deaf. He, he doesn't look very healthy. InStockTrades.com. Get all your trades up to 42% off. With no shipping on orders over 50. <clears throat> Number one bestseller this week is the New Teen Titans Omnibus Hardcover Volume 1. 38% Ooh. off. You can get it for $46.50. This is the... Omnibus that can collects the team's debut in DC Comics Presents number 26, plus the first 16 issues of their smash hit monthly series. Okay. Including the first appearances of foes, including... They actually used the word including twice that close together in the a word foes. <clears throat> now, this is including the... Including Deathstroke and Trigon. Now including, this is, including. This is the... George um, Perez, Kurt Swan, Marv Wolfman. This is the, uh, the 1980 series. Yeah, Marv yes. Wolfman and George Perez. So, the old God, good stuff. I don't know about you guys. I, I was there. I was there for all that. Those, I was twelve when that when stuff came out, and it was so in my wheelhouse. Two or three years later, it wasn't. Have you guys heard of? So I was um, bothering with other things. And oops, sorry. I sold Have all you guys heard comics. of Morning Glories? Yeah, I read the Mm-mm. not the first trade, but the first issue. Yeah, no, thought it was okay. <clears throat> the trade paperback volume two, real is uh, on their top ten list. Hey, by the way, you can get it for eight dollars and five cents. It's, it's not. It's not just 42%, by the way. You can get more than 42% off some things. Did you know that? Yes. You can get... Uh, would the customer like to know that? <laughs> yeah. Customers would. Okay. Uh, they do have a, uh, a clearance section, and um, I don't know what else they might have there, but uh, yeah, man, if you're into All-Star Archive... A lot of uh, DC archives. Uh, I'm seeing Adam Strange, uh, Volumes 1, 2, 3... Uh, Action Green, Heroes Archives and Green Hornet movie adaptation, I'm sure. Well, we're talking the original Captain <laughs> Adam. We're talking Blue Beetle. We're talking uh, Charleston Bullseye stuff. Um, you know, that's cool, man. There's a lot of those um, those things that are, like, ridiculously priced. Yeah. And you, they're all 50% off in the um, 
That's so cool. Clearance. It's so cool. Instocktrades.com. Yes, and uh, oddly enough, um, one of the other <laughs> top sellers this week is the Brightest Day uh, Volume 3 trade. I'm going to guess that uh, that will show up at uh, re, uh, book resellers uh, fairly soon. So uh, go ahead and knock that one out of the oh, park. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Now, so, I, I do recommend the Wii 3 Deluxe Edition hardcover, though. That is uh, going to be uh, some... You'll laugh, you'll cry. It'll become a part of you. Okay. So there you go. Thank you, in stock. There are a lot of, there's a lot of morning glories this on the... This is episode uh, 240. No. Hmm? It's not that one. This is episode, episode 240. 240. Oh, I thought you were going to... No, it's episode 240. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 240. Okay. We're almost up to the big 250. Yeah. What are we going to do for 250? 250 episodes. Are we supposed to do something special for 250 or is it just... I don't know. Well, that's, another, that's a quarter of a thousand. Week, you know? Okay, so we'll do something special for a thousand. Maybe yeah. we'll probably right, cool. right. have drink a few Sounds beers good. or something. Well, yeah. I mean, the show's supposed to, to go off air at yeah. 300. By the way, I'm... Uh, oh, good point. Um, so we better do something for 250 because we won't be around for three, uh, 333. Or um, by the way, uh, we're all taking the bar exam right now, which is a very, very <laughs> And I'm passing. Yay. I'm passing with flying colors. Cool. If you don't know uh, what that reference is, um, yeah, don't worry about it. I must, it have, I must have drank at least 246 ounces of beer this weekend. Seriously. Were they silver bullets? Oh, they were all kind of bullets. You don't Where'd care. You you're, are you not a nominational? Um, I didn't know. I, I was just my neighbor. He left his door open. Just kind of walked in. Good. Keep yeah. his fridge nice and cold. What I like to do is I like to, uh, um, when the neighbors leave their doors open, I'll go in and I'll turn their fridge down a lot. And I don't care. If it, <laughs> I don't care if it freezes the eggs. I just when I go back over, you know, uh, you know, like the next evening or whatever, I want the beer to be extra cold. Yeah, because I want to pass smart. the bar exam. So bar it's could, now. You could put it in your own. Yeah, thing, that's his electricity. I'm not freezing my eggs, and Sash doesn't like that anyway. <clears throat> Lots of ladies freeze their eggs, you know. <laughs> For later use, right? Well, well, yeah, and um, no, we're we good, we good. We've uh, we've got two little angels, and uh, yeah, and then you have your two kids, Zoe and Sage, too. I got an email I want to read. I'm pretty sure I didn't read this. I think I read it to you guys, but I don't think I read it on the air. But if we did, it'll be funny. Yeah, if we did, then no, I I know it's uh, it's it's good. It's heartwarming. Well, not we, heartwarming. We appreciate it yeah. that much that we'd read it. So, okay, so here's the deal. If we did read this uh, on the air last week, uh, your job as the uh, <laughs> listener is to go back, stop stop the show now, go back, um, write a transcript of this email from uh, last from two, uh, 239 or whatever last week's episode was. I don't even know. 239. Like I care. Um, 240 minus one. And then you can, uh, you can follow along with us. Yeah, okay. that'd be awesome. So... <laughs> <clears throat> okay, do that now. By the way, that stupid allergy mm-hmm. cough that I get every year. Yeah, your breath's yeah. going to be a little... <clears throat> it's. I just mm. hate it. It's dumb. Anyway, this is from... It's not like the weather's changing. It's still 90 freaking degrees out there. It's not that. It's like okay. drainage and oh, allergies no. and whatnot. No, Tammy no. Klein, <clears throat> Tammy Klein uh, writes to us, says, Brad, Frank, and Bill, I had started listening to Half Hour Wasted about two months ago. Uh, now and just arrived at episode 133. Wow. I'm a proud member of the Dixon's Vixens, and I heard about you, uh, your show on the Walking Dead TV podcast. I have been laughing out loud at my desk at work every day since. <laughs> Love the format. The randomness and tangents are hysterical. The sound bites are awesome, and I'm loving the audio tweets. Yeah, see, you guys, Aww, you guys thought great. there was no reason for me to be here. Can't wait to hear <laughs> what is to come. 
take care of Tammy Klein. Yeah, she's got hey, a hot, she's got a hey, long. I got to tell you, go. okay, it doesn't get any better. Okay, yeah. Tammy. So uh, if you like what you're getting now, good. Tammy Klein. Uh, she said she's a member of the Dixon's Vixens. Yeah, these are a group. How of girls. many Vixens are there? By the a way, lots. These are a group okay. of girls on Twitter yes. who follow uh, the Walking Dead TV podcast, who are. Big fans of the characters Merle and Daryl Dixon on the Walking Dead TV show. I okay. I who did are not. played who are played by uh, Merle is uh, Michael Rooker. By yeah. the way, who we interviewed yes uh, recently on the Walking Dead oh, uh, podcast, nailed it. TV podcast, nailed it too. And uh, Norman Reedus, yes, who we also interviewed the great Norman Reedus. last year on episode fourteen. Um, anyway, they they're the Dixon brothers on that show, mm-hmm. and uh, they have legions of fans. Girl fans who call themselves the Dixons Vixens, <laughs> and uh, is so, it because they think they're attractive, or is it just a funny thing? They're a fan of the show, and so <laughs> that's their label. Well, I think Norman Reedus has has an attractive girl quotient thing okay, happening gotcha. there. Oh come but, on, okay. But Michael Rooker, have you seen the guy? I mean, he's. I yeah I, I hate to say I can't remember which is he's I guess little, he's the better looking of the two. No, okay. Michael Rooker, he's the older. He was in Mallrats. He always plays the crazy guy. He got left he on the in roof. Days of Thunder. Yeah, he was the guy, the one that got chained to the handcuffed to the roof. Gotcha. Hey, Norman Reedus was in the incredibly underrated movie, Boondock uh, Saints. No, not Boondock Saints Two, All Saints Day. No, the um, first one, Boondock Saints. Oh, he was also in that one too. Uh, no, I'm referring to uh, Pandorum. Oh, okay. Have you seen that? No. That was an interesting movie. It, it looks like a fairly generic, uh, you know, in space, no one can hear you scream type of horror movie, but there's actually a plot line to it and it has an interesting ending. So cool. Pandora. Go check out Pandorum. Anyway, uh, Tammy Klein, thank you for that email. Thank I don't you, remember Tammy. exactly what happens in episode 133. Do but we know she, her Twitter hashtag? Her Twitter her name her. is That Amuses Me. Excellent. Oh, that's okay. Her. Yes. She, yeah, Sweet. we respond to her. Uh, yes. Wow, so when she gets up to this, she's finally going to hear us talk about her yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. In fact, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tweet her. We just mentioned you on episode 240. Yeah. <laughs> so she has to wait. She Thank you for, for all those who go back and listen to the old um, shows. It kind of brings back memories. You know, I've gone back and listened to a couple of things people have mentioned, yeah. which is kind of interesting. I go um, back looking, you know, listening to old shows, looking for like, <laughs> sound bites and stuff, but I always end up crying, so I just turn it off. <laughs> Anyways, so thank you, uh, Tammy. So and we are going to... She's uh, not the only person from the Walking Dead TV uh, podcast who has uh, been enjoying our program, by the way. So, so isn't okay. it funny how that this network, the HHW LOD network, has just exploded? Yeah, yeah it's pretty awesome. By the end of the year, we're probably going to have close to 100 listeners. That's going to be mm. awesome. That'll be fantastic. You mean a piece? <laughs> no, all of That's us. awesome. All right, so... That's what, like 17 listeners per show. I know. That's, that's a good ratio, man. As we mentioned last episode, the TV fall TV season is yeah. upon us. Yes. And we wanted to make it a point to kind of talk about Terra Nova, which was coming up, because we thought there might be a really high geek factor to it. Okay, you got... Oh, well, there is. You got yeah. dinosaurs. You got time travel. Yes. Science fiction. Yes. What's not to love? Um, Frank, we talked about it earlier. Frank's this is Frank's one word review of of uh, Terra Nova. Meh. Oh, Brad's one word review of Terra Nova. Uh, well, um, <laughs> two words. <clears throat> okay, I wanted to love this, Steven Spielberg. Yes. I wanted to love it too. 
is involved. I sat down to watch it, very excited. Yes. And then I saw his name. In the I credits. saw. It. I just saw his name. And you're and you. Do you yes. know who we're talking about? No, I have no idea. Oh my gosh, Brandon Braga. Bye bye. Oh wow. Okay, he was responsible for a uh, lot. Simply, he was responsible for a lot of the lame Star Trek. No, well, yeah, I I, uh, I would give him some credit um, for making uh, some of the Next Generation uh, and some of Voyager interesting. He was also uh, at least half responsible for wrecking the franchise uh, with the uh, the Enterprise um, fiasco. So I was really excited until I saw his name. Oh my gosh! Does you it, know, Brad? Does I didn't it feel re- like a Brand Braga thing. And was he like an exec or was he executive producer? Well, here, okay. l- l- let me read this. I'll read this. This yes, is from the do. website. Please do. Uh, from the executive producer Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. Peter Creighton, Creighton, R- Renee, I believe it's Chaviria. Renee Echevarria. And who also Brandon had Braga. Renee Echevarria. Family Adventure, 85 million years in the in making. making. Renee Echevarria, uh, he was the uh, showrunner for, um, oh gosh, the uh, um, the show with the girl who's a psychic. She was um, uh, she was the blonde in True Romance. Uh, medium. The password is medium. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Very good. Uh, yeah, he uh, was responsible for that. Uh, uh, he and um, Glenn Gordon Caron, who is awesome. Glenn Gordon Caron, of course, is responsible for Moonlighting. And then he did that really underage show that lasted for about half of one season. Um, called, was it not Time After Time? What was the name of that? But it was uh, um, the guy. Uh, the guy is normal guy with a wife is killed on a subway train track. Um, they put his brain into a like a grown code. perfect body. No, it's a TV show. It was on CBS about oh. uh, five years ago. I don't know. And um, it was a really interesting, uh, really interesting uh, show. So this is Crohn's this is what I heard on. in my head when I saw his Brand Braga's name. There was your tangent, by the way, that amuses me. That's what I heard. And then, honestly, when I was finished with ninety minutes, I was like this. But you still had a half hour to go, right? No, it was ninety minute. Oh, actually, it was it was two hours. I, I watched it on Fox the next day. Okay, which reminds me, did you you DVR'd it right? I, I forgot. It. Okay, so I I watched it on Fox dot com. Oh, oh, you day. went to the website. <clears throat> okay, which reminds me of a couple of things. Again, this is Fox. They've canceled like two hundred and forty six shows before their time. Right. Okay. Yes. I hate to have to say this out loud. But if this one gets canceled, probably no big loss. Do I want it to be a big loss? Yes. It's got dinosaurs. It's got time travel. Yeah. It's got angsty teens. Well, okay. I don't need the angsty teens, but they're there. Right. It's got... They're uh, ubiquitous. It's got the, the bad guy trying to do... right, Or the guy who made a mistake trying to make up for amends, you know? Okay. Trying to make amends. It's got the mysterious uh, military man who has a hidden agenda. Yes. You know, all these kinds of things that, that we so love, these kind of geeky It's got cliches. great elements. It does. How's but the cast? Is the cast... Uh, the cast is... Well, here, let me go. I like the mm-hmm. the, the main guy. I okay. like him. He looks familiar. Yeah. Let, let, let me read... I like him. Let me read this one paragraph just about the show for people who don't know about okay. it. Terra Nova follows an ordinary family on an incredible journey 
back in time to prehistoric Earth as a small part of a daring experiment to save human, <laughs> the human race. The year is 2149. The world is dying. The planet is overpopulated and overcrowded. And a majority of the plant and life and animal life are extinct. The future of mankind is in jeopardy and its only hope for survival is in the distant past. But hmm. it's not our distant past. That's right. We, we come to learn. Yeah, we're spoiling this, by the way, because okay. you know what? It's a spoiler podcast. It's it's okay to spoil this because this show doesn't deserve this episode didn't deserve to have its secrets kept. Bam! <clears throat> you need to know about this before you. Decide yeah, to I, no, I haven't. You know, it's not our timeline. There's a a rip. There's a tear in the fabric of space time. That's cool. That's uh, convenient, I guess. And for the plot, it leads back to back in time. Okay. 85 million years ago, but See. it's not the timeline that we live in. It's an alternate timeline. How do they know that? Oh, that is brilliant, <laughs> Brad. They explained that. Do you remember? But I don't remember how they explained Please okay. explain this. So, that, this might um, be the most interesting part of the entire show. Okay, so the, um, the teenagers, they're walking through the village. There's like a town square. You're talking and this, there's a the memorial. Past. So they what? They get to the past before they realize that it's an alternate past? No, like, they already we, know this. this all is, this all right, has been sorry. established. This is the 10th group of people to go back in time. And how many people go back in time at a time? <clears throat> 100, I think they said. Ish. 100-ish. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and the military man, the head military mysterious yes. guy, he was the very first person through the uh, portal. Okay. For lack of and a better was, word. And did he just kind of go through it just to see what was up? Did they no. send like a no. they send a Kino through it or something? Frank, they they Frank tell us here. Um, this is how they know it's an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. So, and they don't go into a lot of detail about it, but they 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 realize through science that they have created science! a wormhole. So, uh, and taking measurements and stuff like that, they know it's in the past, but they don't know how far. Okay. So, what they do is they create a beacon and send it into right the past. Then their yeah. logic is, we'll just dig it up here. In our time. Oh, cool. Okay. They can never find it. Ooh. So that's how they know they're not dealing with this timeline. So then they send some military guys in there, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, more science. They realize that this is not a timeline. This is an alternate timeline. So they have no danger of affecting our, um, affecting our, um, Mm -hmm. our timeline. So they're safe to go in there and kill dinosaurs and stuff like that because it won't affect the future. How strong... Hey, pop me up a little bit. How strong... Slow. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. So, sorry. Onwards, Frank. So, how uh, strong is your sense of uh, suspension of disbelief? How strong... How strong is your suspension bridge? uh, I got no problem with comic books. (laughs) I had an issue with Transformers uh, 3. So I'm, I'm, I think it's pretty moderate. Okay, well, you probably could could watch this and not want to put your head through the wall. Okay, because I, I've always prided myself on my ability. The pseudoscience explanation of the of that Frank just ran through mm-hmm. it's kind of eh, it'll fall apart under scrutiny if you if you think about it too much. I yeah. already know what the plot point is on this. They're not in the past; they're in the future. Think so? Yeah. Hmm. Is that well, so? That's. This, that, is, this is your, your guess yeah, as to what, guess. My guess. what the that's twist is going to be. And that will not be revealed for some time because they're building this show okay. like a mystery. Like uh, they want to be like lost. They want to yes. be like the event. They're gonna they're showing you bits and pieces of a puzzle that have 
something that's going to come up later. Okay, um, well, you because we're 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 introduced to some hieroglyphics. I think you're doing a better job of talking me into it than apparently the network did. Because I think I could have cared less. They gave us a little too much Uh-oh. at the end of I'd that agree episode. Uh oh, gave us a little too much. Now, in watching the episode, mm-hmm. I felt like I knew what was coming every step of the way. So that's a bad sign. That was my problem with, with Transformers Three. It's yeah. like, please telegraph harder. When the when that the, was sarcasm. When the son met up with the girl and said, hey, come hang out with us, mm-hmm. I knew he was gonna, that he was going to get in trouble with, with those kids. Hmm. I knew they were going to get themselves in a situation where they'd need rescue. Now, there was that, uh, the character's name is Sky, the girl that he likes, the teenage boy <clears throat> likes. Yeah. And Sky gives a very good speech that I really liked. It was about the, how he is similar to his father. Yeah. Do you remember that speech? Mm-hmm. His name is Sky. I can't get past. The girl's name is Sky. Oh, okay, I about to say girl that. girl is that very, okay very with. pretty. His name is Josh. Okay, thank goodness. Because I was like, the dude's Sky. name is Sky. No, the girl. I mean, no. how, how, you know, how soap opera is that? You know, why don't we name him Brick or Cord? <laughs> you know? The girl's parents died in the, in the, a few years back. <clears throat> from some kind of fever they contracted when they when they got to the new place. In the, oh, oh, okay. And All the right. head honcho general guy kind of, not officially, but kind of technically adopted her, you know, has okay. been watching after her, treating yeah. her nicely and taking care of her and that kind of thing. <clears throat> the, um, let me explain about the main guy in the, in the, at the beginning of the show in the, in our future, 2140, whatever. Yeah. 2149. There is a, population control law where families they have big billboards yes. that say a family is four there's two parents holding each holding a child's hand okay you know so there's four people right well this cop mm-hmm. um and his wife had a third child and they've oh. been trying to keep it uh on the wraps. DL, huh? yeah yeah and they get discovered he gets sent to prison for two years because they did, broke the law. Did they have this child out of love on purpose? Was it an accident? Um, yes. Uh, yeah, said, no, they did on purpose. He, the, the, later in the show, the general says, why'd you do that? And he goes, we thought it was a good idea at the time. That's a very poor explanation. Yeah. So they did it on purpose. So that Seriously, that's all the explanation yeah, all you got? He, yeah. Well, be, and, and I think they uh, did that because obviously in this future, mm-hmm. population control, if they wanted to, they could very easily make the woman or man sterile on purpose. So okay. I think they had to... Give you that wiggle room to, uh, to, uh, for, for, her, for them to have a kid to just have because we wanted one. I think that's the valid, I think that's the, the rationale behind doing it. I'm wow. Not ju- I'm not, I'm not saying that that's a good reason, but I think that's the reason. So, how much time did they spend in the so called 2149 present? How much time Probably did they spend establish? Was it okay. 30 minutes? Yeah. I don't okay. even think it was, it was, okay. it was. Less than that of Showtime yeah, watching yeah. it on Fox, which okay. remind me, there's something else I need to mention about Fox. But um, <clears throat> So he gets sent away for two years. Um, his wife then comes to visit him in prison two years later and says, hey, I've been selected to join the 10th voyage. Ooh. And he says, that's great. Take the kids and go. And she says, there's a problem. They're only going to let me take two of our children. Oh. So you, obviously, you're in prison. You can't go. And our youngest... Mm-hmm. She's gonna have to stay. So it's not a Sophie's Choice thing. They they actually tell her that you can't take right, the right. Uh, the youngest because it's yeah. And so they goes, let her. It's interesting. They let her keep the youngest one, um, even though it was illegal. Well, you got to remember this is twenty one forty two. Well, they could have 
I mean, hey, you know. Wait a minute. You still got to make glue. No, they didn't. Okay? Her, they didn't let her keep the youngest one. Oh, okay. No, no they, right. they 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 took that. They took, they took the her away. One. They didn't kill the youngest daughter, but okay. they, they took her away. Okay. So she says, "But I have a solution." Long story short, she gives him something. He breaks out of prison. He goes. Really? He so goes, it's like prison break too. That's yeah. awesome. Yes. He goes to another place and picks up the package, quote unquote package. Okay. Trades a lot of money for the this backpack mm-hmm. with something in it, okay. which obviously is the third child. Where did he get a lot of money from? <clears throat> the doctor. The his. I'm sorry. His wife is a doctor. Ah. And uh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So she, she hooked. She hooked her brother. She up. orchestrated all this. Right. Which, which but by, by the way, before you finish that off, I have to say those first thirty minutes are telegraphed so over the top because you're gonna you're gonna come to what the climax yeah. is. But you just everyone knows. Sure. Even people who haven't seen the show know what's in the backpack. Yeah. <clears throat> so the the doctor and, and the two older kids are yes. in line waiting to go through the portal, and they're looking around. Okay. He's not going to make it. Yes, oh, he is. Man. He always makes it, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, <clears throat> the uh, the cop who has just mm-hmm. escaped, escaped prison picked up the package, got in line, met with the family, Okay. Don't make a big deal. I'm here. Let's just get in line and let's not draw any attention. Don't do it. Don't look that way. Just keep moving. I'm sure when there's there's 100 people going through a space-time rip to an alternate distant past uh i'm sure they 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 don't bother with uh like checking your uh id or or list or whatever at this point they've already gone through security okay Okay. he has snuck through the back door so he is they're moving towards this wormhole or whatever you want to call it. Very, very good. Okay. So he walks up to the family. It's perfect sense. Switches packs with the wife. So now the wife is carrying the big backpack with the small child in it. <laughs> but you don't know that. It's the package. Yeah, yeah you don't okay. know that until they go through the portal. Right. Long story short, the family makes it through. <laughs> the They pull the guy aside. Hey, you're, we need yeah. to talk to you. and. He knocks him out and runs through the portal. Right. Okay. So oh my goodness. Now everybody's back in the past. Now. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the guy, one of the security so, people on the other end. It's a one-way trip, right? <clears throat> yes. Mean, that's what, yeah. Okay. And they know it going in. It's okay. Just Be- well, because trip. you know that's the whole thing is like I guess if you can get through the portal, then they can't kick you back through it, <clears throat> back to back to the hellhole Earth. Uh, yeah. Earth is so bad that the, that point. people are clamoring for this. They make a point of saying, Mom, right. the, the kid goes, Mom, if we go through, we can't come back. You know, that type right. of thing. So, and yeah, because I see that in the, you know, I've seen every promo uh, because I watch like football and, yeah. and Fox programming, but I've seen every promo and it just seemed, you know, Knowing as little as I know about the show, it seemed ridiculous to utter the line, Mom, you know we can't come back. Oh, really? Yeah. Because this is so great. Right. You definitely want to stay here for the rest of your natural life, which is about another mm, 3.7 well, years. He didn't want to leave because his girlfriend, well, he's having to leave his girlfriend behind. So was this like a lottery thing? Um, yeah, how how do people lottery. get selected? It's a lottery. It's a lottery. So yeah. they're not, they're not making fact, any... They, dis- they, they say they won the lottery several the, times. The, okay. The mother got selected... And when somebody gets selected, their mm-hmm. family gets to go with, okay. with them. All right. So, but in this case, it was only two kids, not three. So long story short, he makes a mad dash for it and makes it through the portal. Yes. Um, and uh, the security people on the other end are like, oh, this is the guy who snuck through. Because they can communicate with um, the present time. Yeah, okay. that I was a little confused Somehow about. they can communicate. That doesn't make sense. Via radio waves or something i don't know okay 
Um, it's magic. They knew ahead of time. Yeah. The the people on the in the past mm-hmm. knew ahead of time that there was a, a a guy who was coming through that wasn't supposed to. Okay. And he has a he had a backpack with him or something. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got a and backpack then you find full out of it's, fun. It's the girl in the backpack. So. Right. And then the rest of the the story happened. Uh, and what's funny with the backpack scene is that he, um, the husband has a gun because, you know, he's desperate. He has to get through the uh, the portal. So he has a gun with him. Well, when he makes it pass through the portal to 85 million years in the past, everyone freaks out because he has a gun. So the soldiers pull gu- their guns out and point at him and mm-hmm. they point to the backpack and they go, see if he has any more weapons. And so someone takes a big knife to rip into it. <laughs> Oh, and then the, fam- the mom and father freak out and dive in the way ah! and, you know, do the no right. dive. Nice. And the guys have the guns pointed and they open it up and then the little girl's head sticks out. Commercial break. <laughs> wow. So, you know, now they're in the back and then they're getting used to their new environment and all this stuff. And again, it's it was very predictable. I knew, you know, that. That's amazing. That, that the guy was uh the the dad was you know once they found out he was a fugitive they were gonna put him to use somehow um but he was a former cop so he ended up saving the the head military guy so the the guy made him part of his security detail so now he's a good guy and wow this is all so convenient his son, yeah his son got in trouble with those other kids they went otg outside the Uh-oh. gates oh, right? oh no and then the dinosaurs were chasing him and okay the dinosaurs I've this also is heard Steven this Spielberg is, this production. Is not, this is not the Jurassic period, though. This is what the Paleolithic period. Well, they someone, they have we, they have this. weird dinosaurs, and I don't think being I that it's they not said our Cretaceous, Earth, didn't they? Cretaceous, possibly, could be, could be. Uh, I got the impression that these were uh-huh. a new species of dinosaur. It's not wrong? any dinosaurs we've seen, and they weren't Jurassic Park. Okay. Yeah. Now I expected the dinosaurs to look a little better than they did. Yeah. But I have to think this is not a movie. Yeah. But it's for the, it's the Cretaceous period, by yeah, the way. Okay, for TV they looked decent. I've seen worse on TV. I would agree. Um, and I have to say, Brad, that second hour was much better than the first hour, but that's still not saying much. Yeah. And I think at the end they they gave us a little too many pieces of the puzzle. Which there's again hieroglyphics <laughs> that that mean something, but no one quite knows what the com- there's, the commander's son went missing years ago. There's a division. He hasn't found him, but he's not given up. Well, how help. long? How long has the commander or anybody been in this previous world? How I think long? they said or, six years. Okay. Had it been six years? Now there, there's a very interesting piece of the puzzle too, because the commander, the guy who runs the city and stuff like that, he had been there. He was the first human to ever go through the portal. He was the first in line, and there were people Excellent. behind him, okay. right in line, follow him, just to go right one after the him. other. <clears throat> he went in. And he was alone for 184 days. And then the second person came through. What was what should have been an instantaneous thing, yes. there was a huge gap Cause they of were, 184 days. They were days. all walking in. Yeah. He happened to go through. The next guy was coming right in. And his point of bringing that up was when in talking to the, the, the father, you okay. know, he's like, I survived out here in the jungle for 184 days. Your son can survive. It is survivable okay. type of thing. Okay. But but that leads a question as to what was he doing for those 184 days, which I think plays part of into the mystery of what the hieroglyphics are about well, and that, stuff like that. <laughs> See, I didn't get that from that at all. All I got was that he was on his own, but the hieroglyphics apparently have something to do with his missing son. Yeah. 
So really, yeah. Okay. And there's a group of people on the sixth pilgrimage, okay, who are kind of like the antagonists in the in Terra Nova. They're the quote unquote bad guys. Okay, um, they they're referred to as Sixers. Okay, because they came through on the sixth pilgrimage. They they broke off from the Terra Nova colony to form their own colony. So uh, why is it a, a is it a coincidence that that all of the sixth group and nobody but the sixth group have decided to become bad guys, or is this just poor writing? No, it, it was definitely a plan. It was planned on the Sixers' part because they talk about how they uh, they came in. They were all asking questions about okay. camp security, and they were just a little too curious, and then they all broke off. So it was a militia that came through. So they had an agenda coming. <laughs> The, well, the, how do they? Uh, so, what do they rig the ballot box uh, for the lottery? How, how we this, don't know. We don't know. The governor oh or the um, commander said, "I'm not sure who." Yeah, is behind all this in the future? Who did all this? Who who sent these people back on the okay. sixth voyage and whatever? But anyway, oh. so there you go. I mean, is it worth watching? Yeah, I think so because okay. there have been several shows that we've all been a part of that we've all watched that have gotten better and better and better mm-hmm. this, this feels like it has the potential to get better i'm definitely going to dvr it really it. has some good potential it sounds like it's just color by numbers though yeah it and totally is you know honestly well you know what fringe yeah the first few episodes of fringe okay was definitely color by numbers it was a cross between uh x-files and the twilight zone it was yeah. a, it was in fact a, it got described a lot as x-files it I was a freak that. of the week type right. of deal yeah but yeah. sooner or later there was this underlying story that started to develop. Well, yeah, the arc kicks in a few yeah. episodes in. Um, but even with, I mean, this this sounds like it compares uh, most to Lost, and that uh, Lost started you out with a bang. And at the end of the first episode, you're looking at the person sitting next to you in the living room, going, "What did I just see?" Yeah, as yeah. you're sitting there, and the freaking, <laughs> they're all on the beach looking inland, and the sound is happening and the trees are getting knocked over and you're just going holy crap at the end of lost episode one you knew that you were coming back next week yeah i didn't have that feeling at the end of this never never that's amazing this sounds like a massive i mean i'm not saying that the show is going to be a massive failure it sounds like a massive failure on the part of the uh the produce uh, the producers the writers um, Jason O'Mara, by the way, is, is your protagonist. Uh, he was in the Americanized uh, version of Life on Mars. It uh, mm. it got a cup of coffee. Oh, on. I, you know, I yeah. really like that show. He also was in a couple episodes of uh, Grey's Anatomy and was in Men in Trees. So you know, rock um, that. Fox. This is Fox. Okay, this is yeah. Fox, and yeah, yeah, that Fox explains comment. a lot. Yeah, for those of you who like me, yes, last year um, would catch a lot of my shows the next day on the web. Yeah. Uh, Unless you, I don't know, there there are more than, than Dish Network, but I'm not okay. sure what they are. But unless you're a Dish Network or these other See. options, unless or, you're one of those uh, customers. Amazon Prime. Unless you're one of those customers, okay. you cannot watch shows on Fox the next day after they air okay. for eight days. Oh, my. Okay. I have Dish at the house. See. And so I have a, I'm a Dish customer, so I can log on with my Dish mm-hmm. Online account. Okay. And watch. Oh, it sounds like paying the rump. Well, it's just simple matter of the thing that uh, logging you, on. You have, guys, to, you have to watch it to watch the commercials so they can get the numbers so okay. they can charge the advertising. I'm sorry to tangent, but uh, um, I've got Verizon FiOS. Uh, I've got on demand. You know, like you know, we got on demand these days. Um, Fox is the only 
of the of the four networks that does not offer on-demand programming. I don't know if that's a Fios thing or just period. I don't know if that's just Rupert Murdoch just being a jackass or not. Do you guys do you guys dish? You got uh, I have Fios. I have Fios, but I use my DVR. I, yeah. I use uh, on-demand every so often. But well, that's if you got Fios, you will not find any Fox programming on it because there's nothing offered by Fox. And there's not everything. You know, I can't watch a Saturday Night Live episode on NBC On Demand, but I can watch The Office and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I refuse to work too hard to be entertained. So dude, uh, On Demand is pretty freaking fine, man. Because yeah, but I mean, if Fox isn't going to put it out there for me to, to, you know, if I miss it on DVR, yeah. and like Brad said, if they want me to wait eight days to watch it, you know, if it's not on demand on Fios, yeah. then they have lost me unless it's just an amazing episode that people are telling me I have to see. Yeah. But usually I can wait or don't care. Well, and so. I realize this makes me a dinosaur, no pun intended, but I just have no interest in watching a TV show or a movie on my computer. Thank you. Um, I have zero interest in watching something on my computer. Maybe it's because I got a 15 and a half inch computer. Um, if I'm, a, you know, if I had a, you know, a 24 inch screen and nice surround sound attached to my computer, I'm sure it'd be different, but there would still be something about sitting there at your computer watching TV when you could be watching, when you could be in front of your TV watching TV. Well, you're, uh, you're definitely in a minority because yeah. it's, it's so popular to watch TV, uh, to watch it on your computer or watch it on your Xbox or, <laughs> yes. or Xbox live, you know, with your browser right. and whatever. Or on or with Hulu that mm-hmm. you know I mean that's that's why Fox is implementing this eight day <laughs> and the wait. streaming uh, of of video has gotten much much better especially oh, yes. with high high speed uh, connections yeah um, I don't have a problem at all with watching uh, shows on on my laptop okay. and I'm you know, not I have talking a nice about big seventeen point one inch yeah. screen widescreen. So um, and you got a nice harmony. But you know when it, when I'm sitting on on my uh, on my desk like this, it's a big screen. <laughs> You know, when you're sitting in front of your screen, there's yes. nothing greater than laying in bed with your laptop on your on your lap, mm-hmm. irradiating you know. your testes. Yeah, right. And watching, a thing. oh, I got to pee. I'll just pause it and get up and punch right. in the fist. Oh, baby, because that is awesome. Uh, with my iPad, mm-hmm. I just lay in bed sideways, sideways, okay. and watch Netflix. All right. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah, I've never watched anything on Netflix on my computer, either. and my my computer has the best screen that money could buy back when I got this laptop. So it's not, it's not the image quality. I, and I totally get that streaming these days is pretty much caught up. You know, it's not hundred percent perfect, but it's about 98% perfect. Um, it's just the aesthetics of watching on. And maybe it's because I've got kind of crappy, you know, speakers in my latitude D a 10. If you had a, a widescreen laptop. Yeah, I do have a widescreen laptop. This is a 16 by nine laptop or 16 by no, 10. Probably. Not. Yes. Let me see. Yes, it is. Swear to God. Turn it around. I don't think it is. <sighs> Good Lord. Get the ruler. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is. Okay. I'm, I've had My it bad. for like six years. I apologize. No, no, no problem. It no doesn't problem. look like it from the back. It's good. Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of... How many reverse flashes nine? do you give it? Oh, my gosh. Three. Low th- mm. I, uh, three. I'm like 2.75 at this yeah. point. Really? Okay, yeah. I take Brad's 2.75. Yeah. Okay. I, am I going to watch next week? I've never... Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm going to watch two, but... If if it's not good next week, or if it's not, I'm I, I'm giving it maybe three episodes. That, see, that's a bad sign because it's not often, or it's not unusual for the second episode to be kind of uh, kind of weak because they're so concerned with blowing your underwear off with the pilot, and now it's the second episode. It's time for some character development. Yeah, 
it's exciting. It's yeah, speaking of character development. <laughs> so God a- help Terra Nova. A- uh, Amazon race. introduced a new character. Okay. A one ninety nine character called Kindle Fire. Mm. Is it Kindle Fire? It's called the Kindle Fire. It's the new tab. They announced it today. Now, you know, it's it's seven inches. Oh, uh, wide. It's it's not it's not really big, but the price point at one ninety nine. No Ooh. camera, no microphone. No camera. But here's what you do get: you Wi-Fi get Wi Fi only. You get stunning color touchscreen. That's magazines, fantastic. magazine subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy to use. Over a hundred thousand movies and TV shows. Fast dual core processors. Your favorite app games. My uh, phone's web got browsing, a dual core processor. Books. Uh, free cloud storage. With yes. this thing, that's the. I think that's the Millions one of the big of songs, selling points. Durable Gorilla Glass and an email client. So this is not like a normal Android tab. Uh, it does run Android, but they have tricked it up. Like HTC has their, you know, HTC is Android, but they have their own interface on it. That's what Amazon is doing here. Can you get to the web on this thing? Yeah, you can. Okay, you can. You can check your email. You can uh, do all these. These things that all tabs can do, but the thing is, guys, it's a it's a hundred and ninety nine bucks. Not bad, but it's it's um, it's Wi Fi. It's Wi Fi, which is I don't have a problem with because your phone mm-hmm. can be a hotspot. Um, I I have only the Wi Fi iPad. I you know it's cool. I you know usually wherever I go there there's some type of Wi Fi connection. If there isn't, uh, you know, it's just you live a life of opulence, though, Frank. Yes. Pure Most people don't know that Frank spends most of his time getting um, um, rubbed down by yeah. olive oil. By, right. Uh, yes. By exotic exotic oils by by maidens of uh, hey, of the, the midget uh, quality of only the finest repute. On, so. Hey, by the way, um, but uh, uh, but I'm I'm excited stay, about this, uh-huh. guys. Uh, pri- okay. The price point is just it's mm-hmm. it's it's within the reach of a lot of people, and okay. I think this is where the tab really takes off because right now, really, you, to get a good one, you have to pay at least. Four or five hundred dollars. Right. This is half that price. Hey, um, do you guys want uh, to stay on topic here? You guys want anything from McDonald's or Taco Bell? Oh no, I will take one of those um, dollar uh, uh, cheeseburgers. Nice. And a dollar. Um, we Dr Pepper. Want. Thanks. Cheese. To quote burgers. our friend Ken Morgan, uh-huh. for me. It's ten point one or none. Okay, yeah, and, I, and yeah. I totally get that. I'm there, and I I'm not totally get, get that. I'm not going to get. I don't want to read comics on a seven inch screen. But uh, uh, and and you know? it's not even Hallelujah like, the, like the size I'm interested in. But it's the specs, is uh, the, mo- the the production specs and the and the price. Is it the motion of the ocean you're looking for? Yeah, because what's going to happen here, guys, is that from here it's only going to get better. Yeah, and but, the prices are going to stay. Around one ninety nine, well, you know, two ninety nine, maybe, maybe, but, but not for Apple. Apple won't change no, their prices uh, at all. With Apple, you don't, you don't. They don't compete on price. They compete on what they give you on right. their environment and stuff. So Apple's never been one to kind of compete. <clears throat> the they, I- they don't, they don't need to drop their prices. The iPhone five has been officially announced. Yeah, and for early October. Ooh, um, is this uh, exciting? What, what's going to be so great about the iPhone five? Uh, it's one more than the iPhone 4. Well, I know that. <laughs> oh, you know, it's they're saying it's going to have more cloud storage, um, Gorilla Glass. It still see. won't be as cool as an Android phone. 
basically. I think I think um, iPhones right. iPhones have a lot. It's a lot of give and take <clears throat> on the phones. The, if there's uh, one thing about the iPhone stable. that I yeah. like is the camera. The iPhone on the camera, <laughs> the camera's iPhone is pretty amazing. Okay, but that's um, about it. Man, I ran into a guy today <laughs> who hates his Android phone. It was the most Why? shocking experience I've had. Who was it? All afternoon. Why? It was it was Tom, but he was. It was so funny too. I have because, heard the opposite because he looks at he looks to his phone. He's got a text coming from uh, from Sprint or whoever he's got a service with, and uh, he goes, "I just got a. They just told me I've exceeded one hundred dollars in data in data, whatever. That's not Sprint. And I went, Are you kidding? That's not Android's fault. Well, I know, but he, he goes, I just want a phone. <laughs> I want a phone. I don't I don't need a dang computer in my pocket. I want a phone. I'm going to take this thing that back. Sounds, that sounds like a... He a, needs a jitterbug. No, it was sounds on like him. A, yeah, pilot error. Yeah, he needs a Nokia is what he needs. Yeah. He, yeah he, <laughs> if he just wants a phone, he can very easily That's kind of what back. we said. It's like they, they can do that for you. But he, uh, uh, he he's had it for about a month, and I saw him not long after he had it, and he was very <clears> skeptical about it. But uh, But he absolutely wouldn't want an iPhone either. I mean, he doesn't want a damn computer in his We're pocket. About he wants forty-nine a phone. minutes here. Did you have something? Did you have a bit? No, I don't no. have any bits. Okay. Fringe was good. Fringe season premiere was good. I'm jealous, and I'll get there one it. of these days. I di- I didn't even realize it was on. I know I de- oh, well, I hope I DVR'd it. I liked it. It's not season pass, buddy. Uh, I didn't know what to expect, but it. Uh, I think I season pass. I'm I'm ready for it. It's good. Yeah, I'm ready for it. New girl. Is uh, did you watch the it? Second episode was on. I've spent two weeks telling myself to record that show and I haven't. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah, it, it, she's like cute. It? She's funny. It's quirky. Um, yeah, it's. I, I hope it makes it. One thing. This is just a prediction. I didn't care for it, but it has mm-hmm. all the elements of a hit. Uh, two broke girls. Oh my! I guarantee you that's going to be a hit this year. I watched my first ever episode of uh, Two and a Half Men. Oh, with oh. Ashton Kutcher? The what, first what? one with Ashton Kutcher. I saw it, too. Okay. I didn't see the second part of it, but... Oh, um, you were one of the 20-some-odd <clears throat> million people that all agreed they should watch that. Um, I am not it didn't make me want to watch the second part. Okay. I, it's a two-parter. That's awesome. Tonight, on a very special episode of Two and a Half Men. You don't understand me. I'm going to get myself pushed in front of a subway Will car or something. someone take me to the mall? It uh, it comes on right after the Simpsons and syndication here in Dallas, so I have seen a few episodes, yeah. and it's a, and it falls in the category of two broke girls. The okay. characters are well defined. Okay, it's got joke after the jokes yeah. are are well timed out. Um, I don't know the, why the that fourteen year old son of yours keeps spending all that time in the bathroom. The, I mean, you know, there's only there's only one bathroom in this house, and uh, you know, what if I need to go or something? But he's in there combing his hair or uh, running the blow dryer. I don't know what he's doing, but he's in there hours a day. You know, the first half of that was a very passable Charlie Sheen. Very, <laughs> very passable. Winning. That was very good. Appreciate it. That's easy to do, though, man. If you can't do at least a, if you can't do at least a representative Charlie Sheen, get out of the. You know, get out of the rich little business. That's what I say. What? <laughs> rich Little. Rich little. Uh, have oh, you ever yeah, heard okay. of the human named Rich Little? There's this human named Rich Little back in the misty <laughs> misty past, and yeah. uh, he did voices. It was uh, really yeah, obvious. Back with Red Skelton. Right. Frank and I picked up the mm-hmm. Star Wars box set, Blu-ray box oh, set. Okay. Yeah. Where did you pick it up? Uh, I got it at work. I work for the Army Air Force Exchange uh, Service. Come mm-hmm. with an, an, so, an extra? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I got it for $80. Did it come with an extra? Okay. Uh, no. 
I got it. I got like oh, like a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I got it at Target, and I got a set of lithographs. Hmm. Um, Lithographs. Really? Yeah, I got lithographs. So do you have the interior art uh, box? Box art. Are you afraid? Did you get a a cell of animation or something? No, it's just uh, like prints. Okay. It was like uh, prints that are about this size, and you can put them all in one frame and frame them. Have you framed them? No, I haven't. They're just sitting on my bookshelf. Are you going to? Uh, uh, Not anytime soon. No. Okay. But uh, how uh, how far have you gotten uh, through it, Brad? Halfway through the last disc, I have. I have o- that's the only one I've looked at. I haven't looked in, at any of. Is that the bonus disc or is that episode? <clears throat> six? That's the third bonus disc. I've looked wow. at the last bonus disc. Yeah. Oh no, one. no. I'm sorry. The third, the one with episodes one, two, and three on it, which they're fun and there's some interesting things on there. Uh, the I'm really excited the about the DVDs? second bonus disc. Yeah. Okay. Wait, say that again? Is it the same stuff that's on the DVDs? No, no. Totally new stuff. Oh. These are from the archives. These are the George Lucas archives. Okay. Um, okay. It's fun. It's, uh, it, you know, those aren't my favorite movies, so I'm more excited about uh, episodes four, five, and six, that bonus material, Okay, which I'll get to eventually. I have yet to sit down and, and watch one of the movies. All I did, I picked up the very last disc and threw it in, and I'm um, just watching some of that old stuff that I haven't ever seen before. Wow. And Brad, I gave you, today I gave you a fan edit of, yeah. it's called Star Wars Revisited. Okay. It's a fan edit of the film. Oh my. Looking forward to it. No and, kidding. <laughs> uh, a friend at work gave me a copy and so it's assume. just, he, he mm-hmm. made changes and stuff that, that us as fans want. So Han shoots first again. Yeah, Han shoots first. Right. And apparently on the new box set, See. Han and Greedo shoot at the same time, but I haven't witnessed Seriously? it. Seriously? Yeah, I haven't okay, witnessed well, it yet, let's, You know what? I mean, my position is that it's, you know, I think it's kind of cheap, borderline lame, but I'm not mad at Lucas for screwing with his own movies. You know, they're his movies. It's fine. Now, if you don't like what he did, uh, vote with your dollar. You know, vote with your pocketbook. I have the original copy. I'm excited. On DVD. That's all I wanted in life. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I got the, um, you know, I got the the second trilogy when they came out, and I got the box out of the first uh you know the first trilogy when it was released and so that's one thing that kind of blows in my world is that i've gotten most of what i want already on dvd and i just you know much as i'd like to i just you know i've already got all six of these movies you know i i don't know how i justify paying you know 90 bucks or whatever to go out and buy them again same thing with pirates movies matrix the any you know you know any decent sci-fi series has come out in the last 20 years you know i've already got that's one of the problems i have with with just spending 80 bucks on this i already have them but i don't know and if there's paint me sucker if there's any set of movies though that you're going to go out and and give into uh you know lucas on then uh or or give into anybody on the this would probably be it so yeah i i did give serious consideration to it but then i said you know what i can actually use that hundred dollars yeah you're probably you're smarter for it yeah Right now, well, you, you are the bigger man. Now I'm, I'm, and I'm, plus you're going to get the bar up from yeah, us. Yeah, but I'm poor emotionally for it. <laughs> it's very sad. All right. Well, how about we wrap up this exciting episode two forty? Yes, this bit free episode. It's we have a bit free? for us next week, huh? Probably we not. Next week? No, no, don't get your hopes up, oh, dude. Okay. Come on, where's your bits? People like the bits. I've been sleeping about four hours a night for about a week now, and so I you haven't am learned out of to go to sleep at 10 p.m. Mind. You haven't learned to go to sleep at 10 p.m. yet. Well, um, 
Friday night I stayed up late because I knew I could sleep late Saturday. Uh, I had to get up, though, about 9 a.m. Saturday, leave for Norman at 10 a.m. So I could make my 2 p.m. crew call for the uh, Vision, um, uh, for the Vision experience, the OU Missouri game last weekend. Our crew call is five hours for kickoff, and I'm running a replay camera this year. It's pretty awesome. But um, um, after the game, game was over. Uh, I'm walking out of the studio, uh, walking into the parking lot to uh, have uh, some of these Coors Lights here at about 11.15. And uh, then my uh, the lovely uh, professor was actually in Oklahoma City last weekend. Uh, her improv troupe was performing in Oklahoma City. It was a total coincidence that it was oh, scheduled cool. like that. So. Um, Sasha, a couple of Sasha's friends went up and saw her do the improv thing. And then they came down and we met them at a bad, uh, highway, uh, this is in Norman. It's not like, you know, in the boonies or anything, but a bad karaoke bar, um, on the highway, uh, attached to a hotel. Did you throw down? Uh, yeah, I did love shack as I want to do. I didn't, you know, it was drag. The, uh, the, the two cruise lights I had went down so smoothly, (laughs) but then the two margaritas I had at the hotel bar were basically, no, they were awful. I mean, they didn't taste bad, but it was like, I might as well have a freaking Sprite snow cone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It did nothing for me. And the first time I ever did love shack was in Redding, California with Sash and her sister who was still single and a bit more of a partier back then, which is a good thing. Your sister, Uh, her sister, my wife and her sister, oh. the professor and the professor's sister, and they plied me with enough Goldschlager shots to get me up on stage. <laughs> well, shock, baby. It was great, though, because I had my backup I singers. I can't hear you. Most people don't realize this. Think about it. Love Shack requires uh, at least one female or some dude to the falsetto, but you can't do the whole thing by yourself. You can't get up there and Sinatra the thing. You know, you got to have help to do Love Shack. Love Shack, baby. Love Shack, baby. So, you know, we made that happen. place where you can have some fun. And of course, in your mind, when you're that... When you're that blasted, you're thinking "Love Shack." It's the you think you sound, you know, just like what's his name? Love Shack. It's the Love Shack. Now, after that, we went to a uh, a hookah after hours hookah bar. Which was interesting. Mm-hmm. And so we stayed up to like uh, 4 a.m. And then had to get up, drive back to Dallas to get the kids. And then uh, Monday night I had to go Mommy watch the cowboy game. And, you know, life's tough sometimes, man. I'm tired. Okay. Just tired. Well, uh, uh, assume the boilerplate is red. Go to ha- go to in-stock trades and stuff. And until next time, I'm Frank. And I'm Bill. I'm Brad. And we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted.